Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Saints. I come in. The Saints. I come in. The Saints. No matter how I try, I really love the glory for the Saints. I come in. Hello, you miserable bastards, and welcome to the Misery Hunters podcast. My name is Jamie Coburn, and joining me today is Craig Devine. Hello. Ross Davidson. Hello. And the man who Craig Wilson on Twitter called Smug for his three out of three ballot success, Sam Smith. All right. Uh, Mark <laughs> Jordan is not here, but uh, Sam, you have news on him. Where is Mark? Uh, Mark actually flew to Dagestan yesterday. He's away playing with Hasbilla and he's been monkey. So uh, I hopefully see some videos of that coming up soon. Mm. So uh, how does it feel being a, a three out of three, clearly top tier fan of Simon? Better than the rest. I think it's, aye, I'm technically up there with kind of Derek super fan in that now, so it's good to <laughs> good to be held in such high regard with the club that I've been gifted a third and I'm now a hat trick hero. Hopefully, I'm actually kind of half hoping that the St Johnston game goes to a ballot just to win my fourth and see the meltdown again. But aye, it's inevitable that if there is another ballot, I will win it. So. <laughs> Good luck to you. Uh, we will may as well talk about the the opening match against uh, Dundee. Two each draw, reasonable result. Looking at it, um, Craig, would you like to come in first on your thoughts on the match? Yes, I would. Uh, it was very exciting. I thought it was a, a very kind of end to end. Uh, sorry, I was coming through a wee bit there. Uh, uh, exciting end to end. Um, for it was the opposite of your typical kind of first first game of the, the season type encounter. Um, I thought several players stood out. You know, Tanza, Power in particular. I thought the the Brophy in the main combination looked absolutely superb. Um, and the first goal was hopefully the maybe the prototype of things to come this season. You know, the signs of a, a, a really, really good partnership there. Um, only one goal scored between the two of them but I thought on the day it could have very very easily been free with the, the chances that they set up for each other um, 
probably a bit disappointed that we didn't win the game. Um, especially, I think it was maybe 20 minutes we played against the 10 men. Um, can only remember us creating one chance of no in that amount of time. Um, it's a bit of a shame that we kind of went towards more of the punt and hope approach. Probably should have maybe kept on the deck. But no, all in all, a good game. Once you kind of stand back and, and take a wee bit of time to reflect on it, you know, a point on the road, first game of the season, I think. I think I said last week I'd be happy with a draw, so I am. I'm pretty happy. I thought the Dundee lineup was was a pretty strange one. Um, I think it was uh, McGee in at right back, bit an odd one considering he's, he's one of the kind of better midfield players. Um, I actually thought when Danny Mullen went off, um, I was more worried seeing Cummins come on. I thought uh, Mullen was probably the, the wrong choice to play against us because. Cummins is a better player, to be honest. Um, aye. Um, fuck Charlie Adam as well. We're at the end of the podcast already. Um. <laughs> <laughs> aye, it's good to see Charlie Adam doing his best impression of the 0405 St. Bernstrap with his teeth because they're in some <laughs> nick. The amount of money he has made in football, surely he can afford to at least a flight to Turkey or something to get Very bad. Very bad. Until his breath stinks as well. <laughs> he was uh, he was right up for it for the word go. And Saturday, Charlie Adam, wasn't he? I don't know what was. Clearly had some money on his cell to get booked because that money <laughs> wrecked his studs then Marcus Fraser and screamed at uh-huh. him while he's, he's down in the deck. It was a bit weird, but... He was... Um, nah, he's obviously got quite a good rapport with, with the fans and obviously after playing with him, but he was... He was playing the games, I feel, about a point to prove, or um, we were the enemy of some sort. Uh, he was all over the place, I thought. Uh, which was strange, I wasn't expecting that for, for Charlie Adam, to be honest, but that's a strange one. Mm-hmm. So we, we should talk about um, our first goal, the link up between like Main and Brophy, something we've been wanting to see for a long time. Is like We've always had this kind of little large combination that's never really came off too well. Like... Um, and hopefully, like we all kind of questioned myself included when we signed Curtis Main, but I think we've been kind of all proven wrong and, and actually seen what he can bring to this team. And hopefully, that link up with Eamon Brophy like continues throughout because I genuinely think I, I can see us scoring quite a few goals this season, which has obviously been a, an issue we've had over the past couple of seasons. Aye, uh, definitely. It was good to that, guys. As you said, it's good to see a partnership work like that. I think, uh, Main was well, I mean I slaughtered him. I, oh, I was took a week or two to calm down after we signed Main because I just I don't know, I just didn't see the point in it. But I think you can tell he's a system player and he fits your system with a T fine. He's not really particularly tall. He doesn't he wins a lot of headers. He's very physically imposing and he kinda of scuddied Ashcroft and Jordan McGee about a wee bit, which left space for Brophy. I think he was very unlucky with the one. I think he played a one two just on the line with Brophy and Brophy put him in. He's finishing, isn't he? Really the best. But if he's teeing them off for Eamon the way he did with that first goal on Saturday, then right, hopefully it keeps going. You know, it's definitely a partnership that when you're playing bigger teams that Celtic Rangers the last few years with Fidelbika, who should have been a lot better at holding off defenders. It looks as if if we're going to play main against better teams, we have a better chance of creating stuff against better defenders. How, uh, how nice is it just having a striker that actually shoots on site? Yeah, uh, we've had we've had a, a lot of times where we've had a striker who could have taken a shot and just decided to take an extra like 
two or three touches or um or just no take a touch on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, and it's also great to finally see that celebration in a Sutmon kit. Hopefully we we see it a few more times this season and especially at home one maybe against Hearts, that'd be nice. Um unfortunately they kinda got back into it. Um I on I was actually working so I didn't get to see the full game, but I heard that the referee did play a big part in uh helping Dundee get back into it. It, it was that the case? Uh, there was a couple of the corners and the really kind of flurry they had that maybe weren't mm-hmm. but it doesn't really make up for us leaving somebody unmarked uh, obviously it off a Joe's head but I think the pressure came for Adam being unmarked and kind of went on there. we've just got to defend him a wee bit better I know people were probably buzzing when they seen it come up that there was an own goal by Shaughnessy but he never really done much for strong he was the only one that ended up going for the ball mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a wee bit unfortunate, but no, I thought that the referee had a shocker for, for both sides, to be fair. I mean, I'm assuming we're going to go on to talk about the <laughs> penalty ever given. I mean, something, um, yeah, it wasn't a penalty. I've seen the replay. Um, Goodwin <laughs> um, was quite funny, his comments saying that uh, he's, what did he say? It, it was a penalty and there was... It was soft, but it was a penalty. He could have his comments um, last season about um, players going down too easily, and then that he could have said, "Look, it went. It was a, a really soft penalty, and I hold my hands up and whatever." But I don't know. He doubled down, didn't he? So there's, there's, there's contact time, but it was soft, really, really soft, and it's it's VJ's kind of get prior for doing that. He, he did do it against uh, Partick Thistle as well, I think. So call it out and see it. After the Goodwin coming out and losing the plot when Greg Taylor went down for Celtic in uh, the game against us for a penalty, I think it was in a similar circumstance and he's come out a few times in the the papers and things to urge players not to cheat or not to dive. Or, and we've had an array of players over the last season or two that seem to like doing it, so I would rather uh, when their players go to ground pretty easy, he comes out and admits that well and tries to dance around the issue because if that was in the Dundee I was in our box and was a Dundee player he'd be losing the plot saying it was a dive so you need to play the game a bit I mean don't get me wrong long mate continue if it oh yeah yeah well, as long as we have a penalty taker and Jamie McGrath like that like um, everybody falling over the box is a, a pretty good <laughs> tactic in my, my book uh, I'm fine with cheating um, as long as it not a fan of cheating like Quayner started the ball rolling I think it was Dylan Connolly he had a belted a dive against Motherwell as well that was good flawless technique but in fairness to BJ Cummins did put two arms with him I mean he did go down a wee bit easy but went down a bit easy but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a dive it's probably a fibble anywhere else in the pitch mm-hmm. I think but <laughs> what about the best dive for me was uh, an uncoated semi-final in the cup at Hamden you know because just at the edge of the uh, yeah. box and hits the deck rather than squares it. We could have been playing Galatasaray tonight. Imagine. Was it away fans all but, in uh, Turkey? Probably. No, nah, no. Nah. St. Johnson don't have away fans. They can't bring more than 100 faces. So. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, I think the players would stay in their seat, but you're taking that all day long. Yeah, and the, the, the thing is as
but their keeper probably should have done a wee bit better on that. If he'd just waited to see rather than move first, they probably would have saved it. But um, uh, if McGrath does go, like Goodwin was saying today, that um, we have quite a big squad and before we start bringing our players in, we'll probably see a couple of players leave. He's obviously linked heavily. We still have Eamon Brophy as a penalty taker. That's And he was quite prolific with Kilmarnock as a penalty taker as well, so... Uh, I think McGrath's a bit odd. I think every penalty takes is a poor one. Or it looks poor. It's just quite a casual. I don't know. I just he does he strike them, he just seems to just tap them into the net, but he fills the goalie every time and mm-hmm. the role he takes them so strangely, I think, but well may it continue for as long as he's here as soon as we get a penalty. Yeah. It's funny these guys. Very often, yeah. Every time he strikes it, it looks as if it's going to be saved, and the keeper just goes the wrong way. It's, it's, he's obviously got a, clearly he's got a knack for it. This I'm scored like eleven in the past year or so. But aye, exactly. I, I don't know what you mean. It's a very kind of weird way he hits him. Mm-hmm. Uh, rolling it back to the goalie almost, but aye. it's odd. I've never seen penalties taken like that. But he had the interview oh. about it last year. He said that uh, he, does, he waits to see. I think he says he waits just before the keeper. He's about to hit the ball and waits and sees where the goalie's gone. Well, that's a bit fucking bold because if I tried that, there's only one place that's gone and it's right past the post. But <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're uh, it's a gamble. But uh, no, I, don't, I, I don't think we'll be seeing many more Jamie McGrath penalties. In all honesty, I think uh, he's uh, we better get profit practicing them in training because he's off skate pretty soon. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. But that would be, be a lovely send off of a, it was an absolute horrendous. Controversial penalty against Hearts that he scores and dinks it, mm-hmm. dinks Craig Gordon because Craig Gordon fucking loves that dink, don't he? <laughs> That's what we want to see. DJ dive and then the McGrath just to roll it in. Um, talking about, well, they obviously Dundee came back into it through Cum Dog, um, <laughs> as he's called. <laughs> uh, I, again, I didn't see the match. I only saw the highlights. Was anyone want to come in on that? I thought it was off, but uh, I think the, the first bit, to be honest, it was pretty poor for EJ up the right hand side. Mm-hmm. Just strange. Never really looked as if he wanted to put the foot in. He just kind of jockeyed him up the line, and whether he was off or not, he gave Marshall the freedom of the city just to run up and hit a decent ball across. I think Dunn could have probably done a lot more to get in front of it. No, it's mm-hmm. as if he just kind of jogged it back and half-arsed it, but it's, a, it's one that Cummins will score every time he gets a chance. He's a good player. You know, for as much as he's a fanny off the path, you give a guy a chance like that, he's, he's always going to put it away. Yeah, good finish. It did, oh, it did look offside, but obviously with the camera angles we have in Scottish football, it's nearly impossible to tell, even though Neil McCann was saying that it was 100% onside and it was Wee Jay that was playing him on. No idea. Don't know what angle he's Bucket Henderson play him on? I don't know, that's what he said. Fucking makes sense. I don't know. Henderson in, in, in general was quite poor. It was a bit of a kind of weird choice. I think pretty much everyone unanimously faithful what I've seen on my feed anyway said that's, that's maybe not going to end well and right. I think there's quite a few times he get caught out so... Mm-hmm. I'd imagine he's he's not going to hold that position down all season. I'd, I'd hope. Mm-hmm. And then at least the- uh, he's just not a right he's not a right wing back. As simple as that. I, I, I don't know why. I know Tate was too clever when he came on, but he's surely got to be the first option for that role, and then bring Jay into the game later on rather than the other way about. Because mm-hmm. he's just he's not a two way player. He just he, he can't defend. He, 
Dundee's first goal, he just didn't want to defend. That's the whole reason the ball came across. So mm-hmm. um, that's a bit uh, a ropey one uh, for going to persist and play him there. Uh, a referee, the decision did get right, though, was like the most obvious sending off ever. No idea uh, why he thought he should argue that. <laughs> or there was, was a, lot of, a lot of hatred in that young man's eyes when he done that. <laughs> I don't even know what he was what he was thinking. Like you kind of saw, right? It's a tactical foul. He was planning to bring him down, but fucking hell! <laughs> it was like one of the tackles. Yeah, he he it's one of the tackles you make in FIFA when you can't be arsed and Aye. immediately after you switch the Xbox off. <laughs> I think he's just trying to, he's trying to or he's planning to clip him, but he's just absolutely no of them instead. <laughs> taking them down. I think he's just trying to do his ankles and then got it all wrong. As I say, we couldn't kind of capitalise on that, but then when Dundee go down to 10 men, they're just going to sit back defend really they're going to make it difficult for you so it's it's, it's a tough one but uh, as Craig said like I'm, I'm, I'm happy with a point I'm not to get angry but I'm sorry on you go Ross no, I'm just saying I'm opening day point away from home considering the, the circumstances when away fans are and home fans and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, it's, it's, it's going to take it you know I don't think Dundee are a bad side I don't think you should be too disappointed coming away with a point at all Especially when your 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 strikers finally scored his first goal for the the, uh, the club, and this with the the uh, Premier Sports Cup campaign. Now that all of our strikers that we've got on our books have all scored, um, very promising. Seeing that that has always obviously been an issue for a long time, so long may that continue. And obviously, we'll talk about the Hearts game coming up um, tomorrow when this is going out. Uh, be interesting to see how if we make any. Changes to that lineup, possibly not starting Henderson, maybe bringing Tate back into the starting lineup. I think they'll play Tate because the boy, uh, I don't know if he's watched the game uh, Saturday night and Celtic were playing Hearts. Uh, Cochrane was pretty good at getting up and down. He was got a few decent balls into the box, he was up non stop. And then they've obviously got wingers, they've got Mackay Stephen who'll cause a bit of bother. I mean, I really like to see Mackay Stephen up against. Henderson, to be honest, I think a bit of a massacre. I think they'll go with a common sense approach and stick Tate back in. Uh, as well, Tate will give you a good amount going forward, so hopefully see him come back in. But Hearts won that. I think for as much as obviously they bet Celtic, Celtic were really poor, but Hearts won the great either. Hearts mm-hmm. hardly had any of the ball. I mean, they did have it, they weren't particularly great. If you're relying on Halliday for a creative spark in the middle of the pitch, then you're seriously... It's a worrying, worrying thing for Hearts fans, but It'll be a tough game. Neither. I think we shoot her back in defensively. They're decent going forward. They might not be the best, but Hearts, no, we're well up for it considering we sent them down last year. Well, uh, I think, just as you mentioned, Halliday there, I think the battle between him and Power will be quite interesting. Hmm. I think that'll be a really good midfield battle. And if we can get Power to get the better of him in the midfield, then we might have the run it in the middle. But, um, as you said, Mackay Stevens is a wee bit worrying if we're going to play Henderson. That, that you just rip him up. So I put Tate in. Um, just gives you a better balance, I would say. And maybe remind Carroll was done that he's not as good for the ball at his feet as he thinks he is. He's just telling him to concentrate defending because he was a bit ropey against Dundee, I thought. Concentration wise and just distribution wise, he, he seems to fire the ball at the park quite a lot, which they're trying to retain possession then. That's obviously not ideal, so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, get him to switch on, and we should we should do all right. I would think. Would you would you be tempted to start Conor McCarthy in a game like this? It's a bit strange that he's actually doesn't look like he's getting a start anytime soon. And it's does that mean <sighs> that he might be offski or? No, because I I think I'd rather persist with Durban because when we played, I think when we play a three. Fraser's fine, but then we end up putting Shaughnessy out on the left-hand side to put McCarthy in the middle, and I just don't think it works. I think, mm. Joe's, Joe, I think Shaughnessy is the best defender there, and he's better when he's in the middle. If you're having to have the wee bit of balance be done, put a bit of trust in him for another week or two, see what he's like. But, you know, Connor's more than capable of coming in. I just think that I prefer the balance of having a left footer on that kind of side. I mean, if McCarthy goes, then I, by all means, bring in another left footed centre half or preferably somebody in this day and age who can pass the ball with both feet but I think I'd stick with done. Hmm. Any other changes you would make or do you think just Tate in Henderson out that's what you should go for? Aye really maybe Dar go for Brophy but <laughs> if we're going to go the big guy wee guy we could finally get Craig Dar to go up with somebody that might win a flick on for a laugh mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I would uh, gone when Henderson starts. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I would. I don't get the Erehon thing. I don't rate him really. I don't think he's any good. I know people think he had a good game in Saturday against India. But it was average. I don't get him. I would move him for the team, but then I bring in a guy like McPherson, who I don't really rate either. So I think he's better than Erehon. I would. I would switch Erehon and McPherson around. If it was up to me, but I still think with the time in the window left, we need a proper central midfielder to play alongside power or in front and power a wee bit because I don't think Erehon and or McPherson are premiership standard for me, to be honest. Michael Stewart would have Cameron McPherson playing centre midfield for Barcelona. He was tweeting about him again last week. He loves him. Ah, he loves him, doesn't he? But I, I just don't get the, the hype for the two of them, but obviously there's people more qualified than I am to judge players, but I don't get it. I don't think Michael Stewart in that list, though. <laughs> yeah? I said I don't know if I'd count Michael Stewart in that list. Uh, maybe not, actually. But um, uh, if we're going to persist with that, I think we need better in the middle of the park. Um, and creativity and just general guile, where I don't think everyone looks as if he can be asked most of the time, mm-hmm. which could be a problem and leave power overrun, try to control the midfield in his own. Well, talking about like possible improvements to the team, we should mention some of the, the transfer rumours that appeared this week. Obviously, with James Scott now, that seems to be completely dead in the water. Um, uh, Goodwin has come out and said that he has no idea where the rumours came from, that we actually tried to get him in January, but uh, the deal wasn't um, able to go through. Uh, I mean, I, I would take him in an absolute heartbeat. There were some people on Twitter that said they wouldn't, but I, I don't know if they were just trying to troll. I don't know people on Twitter that don't like Joe Shaughnessy, Jamie, so oh, I only trust Twitter too much. <laughs> Get the feeling it's maybe his agent trying to drum up a bit of interest, seeing as how a lot of people seem to think we're the big spenders in the league this season. That's uh, probably aimed at St Johnston fans. It's been pie and bother because they probably listen to this as well. So, <laughs> uh, I, I think a lot, of, a lot of people seem to think we're spending a lot of money. I don't really particularly think we're spending a lot of money. We like quite a lot of higher-earning players last year. Uh, I, th- I, th- I would have took him, to be honest. He's a really good player. He kind of fits the way that 
we would maybe want someone to play can come in off the wide areas. You could be both feet, but if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. I kind of was a wee bit sceptical about a team giving away a guy they paid one and a half million for for mm. next to nothing. But uh, ah, that's what it is. I'm sure we'll find someday. Mm-hmm. Be interesting to see who we eventually do bring in because he is talking about bringing a lot of pace in, um, or someone with a bit more pace. Uh, I, I personally still hoping out or holding out hope for um, some crazy left wing player from abroad that we've only seen on Y Scout, like LK Dormus, just someone like that again. I'd be more than happy with. I him, to be honest. Oh, but... <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, he's gone. I, I do think we need a winger. We do need pace. Tanzer's pretty quick, but for Henderson kind of slows the game down a wee bit for as good as he is on the ball don't get me wrong he's been a breath of fresh air since he's come in I just think we need a wee bit more mm-hmm. pace somebody who can cover both wings preferably I was hoping it would have maybe been Middleton but it doesn't look like as if there's I think he looks as if he's set to go to Croatia so mm. aye, I think yeah, we'll be looking elsewhere for that one I think we've still got two to come in I think we've got the, the speedy kind of winger we're looking at and then whenever McGrath goes no no necessarily we'll, we'll sign a replacement for McGrath but certainly with the money we'll get we'll probably bring in somebody else you'd imagine mm-hmm. be interesting yeah. to see if Goodwin has any targets in the Irish league because uh, he did say he was planning on tapping that market again he's yet to do so so it'd be interesting to see if he's got someone and maybe he's just waiting for someone to move on before they can bring them in Maybe wait until January, as I know. Contracts run January to December over there. So. Oh, well, maybe January then. Um, he did mention in an uh, interview today that there's a good chance that quite a few players might leave because we've got quite a big squad. Obviously, McGrath is probably one of them. Conor McCarthy, maybe, because I, I can't imagine he's going to be too happy from playing on the bench, especially if, like, yeah, like it was it Rotherham that put a hundred thousand pound bid in for him. Uh, I'm sure he'd be quite a jump at the chance to move to England. Um, other players that you could possibly see go: um, McAllister, hopefully. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Erwin, yeah. hopefully. Erwin, uh, I, 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 I'm going to like even though Erwin has been kind of shown a bit better. Every time we slag him rotten and say shite, he has the best games ever. So let's just continue that and say, yeah, Aaron, yeah. get him to Iran. Get him to fuck. Aye. That'll be such a happy day. I think the, I think the day that I finally see, whether, it's, whether I need to wait to the end of the season, I think the day I finally see Lee Irwin departs, that tweet will be golden. I'll probably DM James Hunter specifically and say thank you very much for that, mate, because that's made my day. I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. Ah, I do. Because then he <laughs> fuck off when he realises how much I don't like him. There's rumours he's made me go back to Kilmarnock, isn't there? Oh, is he? Uh, Where's the fucking thing's dead in the water, then? I don't know. Not sure. Just anywhere, I don't care where he goes. I just, I'm the same as Sam, just get the fuck. He's just no good enough. He's just really, really poor. I don't care if he's lost six kilos. He's lost all ability to be a footballer, as far as I'm concerned. So I mean, they said they did say that about Kyle McAllister a season or two ago, was it not? That he was like the fittest he's ever been, and he's lost weight and all that, and then it just turned out to be the same lazy ass player. (laughs) Chunky monkey. (laughs) Some people aren't at the level required, and McAllister and Merwin for me are two of those players. So move them out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody wants them, some, they can have them. As far as I'm concerned, they shouldn't be putting up any fight to keep hold of them. I think Kyle McAllister still has that reputation that we could probably get someone to pay like 20, 30 grand for him, like a Livingston or fucking, or St. Johnson we're looking at him even. Mm. I just don't know. I know his stats kind of skew it. People are saying he was the best assist maker on the team last year and all that, but I just don't see what's attractive about him to other teams. But if we can find somebody that does find him attractive <laughs> and a worthwhile signing, then uh, see you later, pal. But uh, he just doesn't do it for me. He never did, really. Since he's come back to Derby, it's just no been an experiment that's worked. Yeah. An expensive one, but uh, nothing yeah, for money. Paid well, huh? Get rid of a guy like that, and then I think uh, Matty Kennedy get left out of the Aberdeen squad to travel to Iceland for tonight's game. He, he missed the squad on Sunday as well. I think I seen a couple of Aberdeen fans and Pine Bobble sort of hitting me. Might be heading. I'd take him in a heartbeat. He's a good player. Goodman didn't yeah. try and get him before, so anyway, he was Aberdeen. Um, I, I, yeah, I'd take him. I think he's a good player. Um, obviously, we, we there's still rumours about us bringing in someone from Rangers on loan. Obviously, Glenn Middleton deal out the water. You maybe have Jake Hasty, or um, you've even there's still rumours floating about about Greg Stewart, who still doesn't have a club. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, any more for any more on that? No, I just agree with the Kennedy thing. I think he's probably good and kind of player. Good going forward, but he can go back away as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's the best defender in the world. Obviously, he isn't, but he's uh, certainly more kind of resolute than Jay Henderson. So, he seems like a good one type player. He can play across the the three behind the striker, which obviously Goodwin likes to play those positions. So, if we get Erwin or McAllister out and Kennedy in, then I'd be pretty happy. And uh, we will be back after this. Hi, I'm Eamon Brophy. You're listening to Misery Hunters Podcast. Thanks, Eamon. Uh, we are back and it's time to pull an old classic out. Mark isn't here to uh, share some awful opinions or uh, his game either. So I'm bringing an old classic back and who the fuck did you play for? I have five players written down here who play for have played for some absolute shite. Including uh, this? <laughs> Yes, I could, but no, we were the peak of all these players' careers, I believe, looking at it. Um, <laughs> it is a best out of five. I know there's three of us. Uh, I wasn't planning on that, but I, three people playing. I know there's four. I'm the host. <laughs> we're going to go with the first player. Nice and easy one to start. Craig, I'll let you go first. So this player's only played for five clubs. So okay. It's Isaac Osborne. How many clubs do you think you could name he played for? <laughs> Probably two. Two? Three, three. Oh, he's went three. He's three. Ross, can you name more than three clubs that Isaac Osborne has played for? No. No. So, Sam? Uh, I'll give a go. I'll give four a go. Four. Now, that goes back to Craig. Do you want to go five? Or all five clubs? No, he's saying no. Right. Oh, no so, Sam, for the point. Uh, St. Mirren. Yeah. Aberdeen. Correct. It's either him or his brother, but I'm um, Gamble. Uh, Hibs. Incorrect. Uh, I think it was Isaiah that played for Hibs, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Played for Coventry, Crewe, Aberdeen, Partick Thistle, and St Mirren. So, I uh, technically Craig gets that point. <laughs> so, well done, Craig. <laughs> but I, I will go to Sam next for this one, uh, and I expect big things, Sam, because he has just left us. Um, I would press the button, which, but I can't remember which one he is. Is it this one? Hi, I'm John Obika. You're listening to the Misery Hunters podcast. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, 11 clubs John Obika has played for. He's played for more than once, but we're only taking one club at a time. How many out of the 11 clubs can you name? All right, I could do six. Six, that is a big bid. I mean, I love the guy. I've <laughs> stopped his career. Ross, can you name more than six clubs that John Obika? No. No. Craig? Not a chance, I'll get two. Two. Right, Sam. Six. Uh, top, oh, St. Mirren. Uh-huh. Tottenham. Correct. Swindon. Correct. Oxford. Correct. Morecambe. Mm-hmm. And I have bitten off more than I can chew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he played in the championship for someone. And I... Ah, fuck it, Yeovil. He did. He played for Yeovil uh, like five times. Uh, <laughs> um, he loved a wee stint at Yeovil, I think. Uh, teams you've missed out, Millwall, Crystal Palace, Charlton and Brighton. He played for Crystal Palace? Aye, like three games. I fucking still sound them. <laughs> <laughs> so that is one each. So Ross, you get first bid on this one. And... The only reason I picked him is because Sam mentioned him last week on the podcast, and it and it made me want to play this Miller? game again. <laughs> it is James Dayton. He has played for nine clubs. <laughs> four. Four. That is, that's a big bid. Craig, can you name more than four? Mm. No. Sam, four more. Yeah. I'll try five because Ross is going to get the point anyway, so I mean, so I'll be then swinging. Ross, more than five? Are you letting Sam go with? Yeah. Right. Sam can go. Sam can go. Comarnock. <laughs> uh, Correct. St. Mirren. Mm-hmm. Aldershot. Wrong. Nah, there we go. <laughs> to be fair, you could have named some of uh, John Abika's clubs and you would have got there. So he played for Crystal Palace, Yeovil, Crawley, Comarnock, Oldham. St Martin, Swindon Town, Cheltenham and Leighton Orient so Ross gets the point it is all one apiece Uh, and because James Dayton was mentioned it reminded me of this player as well I sold him a mobile hotspot in 2 he has played for 13 clubs Victor Genev oh my god (laughs) fucking hell man so Craig you get first bid how many of the of the thirteen clubs can you name that Victor Jenner played for? Two, but one of them's I guess. <laughs> right, two. Uh, Ross, anyone two? One. Sam. I'm not even attempting that. It's a big fat one for me. Right, Craig to take the lead. Two clubs: St. Martin and CSK Sofia. It's wrong. Oh. He played for one of the Sofia teams, but he didn't played he? for two Sofia teams. Levski. So he played for Levski Sofia, Montana, Slavia Sofia, Krelia Sovetov, 
Alexandra, Spartak Semi, Petrol Lull, Dynamo Minsk, Botev Plovdev, Ash Dodd, Cherno Moore, and Burrow. And I have no idea if that's how you pronounce half of those teams. Semi. Uh, I don't. Spartak Semi is a great team <laughs> uh, I don't even know who to give the points. I think technically Sam gets that point. I know. It's, I'm sure there'll be arguments later, but. Uh, Sam, you're currently in the league with one to go. Aye, fucked it up. And I think you actually do get to go first on this one as well. It is uh, Paddy Craig, 11 clubs. Uh, three. Three. Craig. Four. Four. Ross. He's got his serious counting face on the now. Three. Three, so. Sam, any more than four? Uh, I'd just be guessing random Irish teams, so no. Right. On you go, Craig. Uh, St. Martin, Celtic, Hamilton, Falkirk. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got Falkirk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Arsenal, Falkirk, Hibs, Martin, St. Martin, Berry, St. Johnson, Shamrock Rovers, St. Patrick's, Forfar, and Montrose. Uh, I don't know who got the point there, but um, I'll take it. We'll, we'll give it to Sam because he was in the lead anyway. So Sam wins. That's how that works. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> what the you, you should get a job for the SBFL. Uh, why not? Bring back Mark once he's finished his interview on GB News. <laughs> when he gets back through Dagestan. Do the SNP hate St. Mirren next time? He's out there trying to get that winger that you're wanting some random place. <laughs> um, remember to um, follow us on Twitter at Misery Hunters. Our um, merch store is in the bio below. And uh, as always, fuck Alex Ray. Fuck Ian Durant. Fuck Ian Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.